Okay, good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about news, reviews, and video game stuff. Tokyo Game Show was this week. Yay! Yay! Everyone's excited. <laughs> well, I say that. That's probably the hey. really strong words. <laughs> We've got Gary here. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey, Ben. How Gary are you doing? Been... I'm okay. How about yourself? Not too bad, thank you. Um, not too bad at all. Uh, how was your week? It's been okay. It's been okay. Could always be better, of course, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah. I mean, I agree things could be better. <laughs> uh, what about you? By the way, Alfonso's here. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. Just like Gary, the week could have been better. It went by too fast. The weekend went by too fast. Yeah, the days are going by too fast. So I wish the days would last a little longer. Well, I wish the weekend could last a little longer. Oh, yeah. But you, you work on the weekend. I don't know what your problem is. I do not work on the weekends. Oh, yeah. Wait, you, you got to work on Sunday. No, I don't go to work on Sunday. I go, I leave Sunday to go to work for Monday. Yeah, you're a graveyard. <laughs> half and half. <laughs> Fair enough, Gary. Fair enough. <laughs> Why are you making me feel dumb? I would never do such a thing. Not on purpose. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. Um, Tokyo Game Show happened. Yay! We're going to start with some of the more exciting things because I really... Wait a minute. I'm not even... What the hell? Does my mic sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not even plugged in. The <laughs> 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 recording? Probably not. The rules, Ben? Hello? Hello? There he is. Okay, I switched over to my good mic. It was recording everything, but uh, I, I I guess I didn't have my good mic plugged in. I had my that was my laptop mic. So oh, yeah, I don't know what the audio quality was like there. Sorry, everyone. RTX helps for a bit though, so hopefully it wasn't too bad. But we're fixed. I think your voice never sounds bad. That's a lie. <laughs> Nobody has to know that. Uh, so we're going to start with one of the big things I know everyone's excited for. Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires was announced. Yeah, open world. Uh nine was open world. They said this one is not going to be open world. Yeah, they removed it. Yeah. 
Well, Empires was always more like a strategy, like Kessen oh, yeah. was back when that released. So that's interesting to see what they did this time. Everyone's really hyped for that. Open world strategy game? Can you imagine that? Usually, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. it's like those top down civilization games, basically. They're not open world, though. <laughs> I mean, they're open map. How much? Yeah. More do you... <laughs> I want it all open. All of it. That, that's what she said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. That was all Benjamin. But you was thinking it. <laughs> hey, don't put words in my. Gary, we know you, okay? We know you. Yeah, we've, we've recorded for a long time with you, Gary. You we think know you. you know? We know. This is me at the tell. Okay. <laughs> Honor among the weirdos. Come on. <sighs> Uh, Virgil's coming to Devil May Cry 5. Alfonso, excited? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Like I said last week, I, I don't really care for Devil May Cry 5, so yeah, that's a pass for me. Gary? Um, that was pretty much confirmed with last week, though, wasn't it? Um, yeah, but they showed off more gameplay, didn't they? I think yeah. the price as well, which was like $5 for Virgil. Yeah, you can get them on the PS4. Um, yeah. But that's all you get. You don't get any of the other benefits. Yeah. And the it's the same on PC, actually, to be honest, because if you get on PC, you don't get any of the benefits. Which is just weird as hell. In my opinion. What's the point? I agree. What is the point? Um, Resident Evil Village they showed off some more it's going to have more exploration than Resident Evil 7 they had a whole panel dedicated to that which I should have watched but I didn't watch all yeah, of it I kind of didn't watch it either I guess they didn't really show any new footage though they just no. talked about yeah. it which is weird very weird but they did say they're also looking at bringing it to PS4 and Xbox One and I don't understand the point of that well I understand more money. Yeah, but we talked about this last week. It's easier to. Well, yeah, it is easier to downgrade a game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so why not? I just think it's dumb. I don't see why you need to do it. More money. Yeah. It's kind and of for I need people, all the money. And for people <laughs> who's not ready to buy five. Yeah. Make them but, ready. Though with all the rumors by that person from Risa era saying that the, the, the PS5 version was struggling to run, imagine what they're going to be doing with the PS4. Does it, just, does it run in 10 frames? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's that. one of those games where I feel like it started off on PS4 and became PS5. And... It became PS5 before they really understood how to run or how to develop for the PS5, so that's why they're having issues. It's kind of the same thing that happened with the PS3 when it first launched as well, compared to the Xbox 360. Because the 360 had, what, almost a year? It released almost a year before the PS3, right? Yeah. 
think it was almost a year, maybe mm-hmm. maybe shorter. But obviously, they had a lot of advantages working on the 360, and then figuring out how to sell processor works caused a lot of problems. So I could see kind of being the same situation here. Alfonso, you got anything to add? No. Um, I think there was a trailer for Cyberpunk where they talked about some of it. That's out soon as well, Cyberpunk, unless it's been delayed again. Uh, no, no more delays. It's coming out in November. I just don't know if the next-gen version is coming out in November. I think that's coming ne- out next year. Next-gen's next year. Yeah. 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 Uh, now I know the game that Alfonso is probably really excited for, and I've got to have this website open so I can say the title right. Um, it's not Fast and Furious, don't mention it. Oh my god. Oh, sorry, I meant Gary, <laughs> not Alfonso. Gary is excited. <laughs> I mean, Alfonso might be as well, but I know Gary's excited for this. Yeah, you're really excited for this game, Gary. Why? Near replicant version 1.22474487139. What? Unfortunately, it's in the title. It's so horrible. <laughs> that's his title. That's why I opened the website to make sure I knew the title. Yeah, that's Look, this, terrible. Is, this is his title, Alfonso. Near oh replicant version 1.22474487139. What kind of title is that? I don't know. Ask the guys who make Kingdom Hearts with their random title names. <laughs> they probably got it from them. <laughs> I know it's not a video game, but it kind of reminds me of... Um... A TV show here called IT Crowd, where they changed the emergency phone number from 999 to something else. And it ended up being, they're like, ah, oh, if you can't remember your old phone number, the 999, it's now 01189998819119725. What? Did you really memorize that? <laughs> 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 uh, by the way, if you do use that number on your phone in the UK, it actually does an Easter egg on Android. It's quite cool. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so, Neil. Yes. Yes, I am beyond excited for this. Woohoo! This uh, replicate never came out outside of Japan. So, this is the first time we're going to get to experience it, and I'm super excited for it. Give me more Androids. Well, in this case, I think they're more humans, but I'll still take it. Uh, anything else you want to add? Um, not necessarily. Uh, they're completely reworking the combat, which was the big issue with the with uh, near and near replicant when they first came out on the PS3 and 360. Um, combat was the big issue, uh, so they're completely reworking it. So that's good. I don't. It's not obviously being done by Platinum Games, but it seems to have uh, a combat similar to their style as well. So, yeah, it looks gorgeous. I'm very excited for it. Nice little remaster they're doing. Yoko Taro yeah. was actually uh, the Fantasy 14 stream today. Yeah. He was on, on live with um, Yoshi P as they talked about some of the, well, 
they talked a little bit about the next patch. A time, it was like five seconds, really, saying the date of the next patch. And then they went onto the game on the live servers and made, they had like, their own created characters and started running content with other players on the server. I love him. He's so cool. They it ran, was funny because... They ran yeah, the Puppets Banker. Yeah, the new 24-man near raid. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they had an interview with him uh, about near Replicant and they said... Um, they asked them if they're going to add any new scenes to connect to Nier Automata. And his response was, I don't even remember the story or what I wrote, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, perfect. <laughs> it was great for this, this live stream because they knew how hot it gets and inside his little, you know, his head. His, uh, what's his little helmet he has. Um, but they just had it on the table and he had like a microphone underneath and he was actually talking from a different room. So. Oh. I want to see him without his helmet. I just want to see what he looks like. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Probably. Uh, trying to find more games that got announced for PS4 slash PS5. Uh, oh, it's not a game, but Biohazard TV shows coming to Netflix. Yay! A new Resident Evil CG serious anime with uh, everyone's favorite character, Leon. Yeah, he looks like a mob boss now, for some reason. <laughs> he, <does. laughs> he reminds me of Lucifer, actually. Don Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna refer to him now. Leon Morningstar. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it's called the Infinite Nightmare, right? Yeah. No, Infinite Darkness. Oh, is it Infinite Darkness? Yeah, at least this picture says Infinite Darkness. Let's see. You're probably right, man. Yes, you are. You're so good. No, but I'm also stars Claire. Yeah, Claire's in it. Claire, who looks like she's in between um, something and Revelations 2. <laughs> yeah. Revelations <laughs> 2. She, well, in Revelations 2, she looked like she aged like 30 years. So Maybe this is what aged her 30 years. Being, she looks like she's Leon Kennedy's assistant. So His secretary? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I knew it. He's right, like, no, his right hand. Come into my yeah. office, close the door. Right hand woman? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it yeah. looks like he has zombies, so that's always good. Um, but I guess we'll see. I don't know. I yeah. hope they don't implement the stupid molded from Seven. Those things sucked. I mean, I'm going to go with probably yes. <laughs> oh, I'm actually going to have to watch this later because Scarlet Nexus has a new trailer. I didn't see that. That game's getting a lot of news for a game that doesn't have a lot of hype, unfortunately. Or is that just me? I Yeah, I haven't heard much about it, really. Um, oh, and I also, they were hyping up a Dragon Ball Kakarot stream, and I was really excited, thinking, oh my god, finally, information on the new DLC, 
Yes! Can't wait. And it was just the screenshots we already saw on V-Jump and they officially announced the card game. Yeah. Like the card game in the game? Or yeah, the card, the game, card in the game. game. Oh shit, how does that play? I, I, I don't know, I've just seen pictures of it. They only showed a picture of it. It plays a bit like Yu-Gi-Oh! I mean, in a way, but with Dragon Ball. I mean, who plays this card? It can't be Goku. He's dumb as the door down. <laughs> I do hope we get... <laughs> In some ways, I do hope we get to play as the characters because I want to make a Vegeta with like a full Goku deck. Oh my god, and him just resenting it the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate this deck. I hate it so much, but I'm going to use it. Yeah. Or Gohan using the daddy deck and it's just pickle cards. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, Gotenks would just use loads of Gotenks cards. Just use himself? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they were better when we play as Gotenks first for more yeah. than two missions. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited but... for the Kakarot card game. But And by the way, the card game will be free for everyone. Yay. It's not part of the season pass, it's just a download. That'll be happening. You can tell that this is one of those games where they released it and started working on the DLC after they released the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because all these other games that release, it's like DLC comes out three months after the game releases. You're like, yeah, they've pretty much been working on that shit for a while. Uh, this, this is, is the only picture I've found of it, of the card game. If anyone wants to Google it, this is what it kind of looks like. Give me. Oh, it's got Hercule, so you know who's going to claim that. Me? <laughs> I'm going to run a Hercule deck. He's <laughs> <laughs> just dodging everything. Oh, I hope so. Yet. It's based off the Cardass cards. So. I have loads of I have Cardass cards from all years ago, actually. Uh, so I'm excited for Kakarot, but oh, and it seems like from what I've heard, the original story was going to be based on Ginyu. So we're going to get a Captain Ginyu original story. Like what he looked like before he took his purple body? I don't Which know. I'm the dying to know. What was that, man? I just know it's a Ginyu Force original story, and that's going to be about if it's the original story that they were talking about originally, that's going to be about 15 hours. Oh shit! Yeah. So I mean, I do wonder how many people actually care about that, but <laughs> I'll take it. No, yeah, like I, I, I never really else. cared. I never really cared about Ginyu Force's origin or Ginyu's origin, but I'll take it. It sounds pretty interesting. I'll take it's it. But I wouldn't take it anything else. <laughs> like I would have taken Garlic Junior. Right. <laughs> You know, Tim and I talked about that. I think we, we've kind of determined that the reason they're not using Garlic Jr. is because of licensing issues with the Dead Zone. Because, you know, it was a movie, the Dead Zone, so they're probably like, oh, we can't use that name anymore. We can't call his move anything else. I don't know. The Steve Zone. 
Steve Zahn. Uh, is there any other games that anything else anyone's ever, ever picked up before I keep going back into a looking? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, we got, um, oh, what is it? I just saw it too. Um, Final Fantasy 16 was there to a degree yes. with some interviews. Um, the game is apparently going to be rated M for Mature, it is going to yeah. get a whole on mature rated. This is the first Final Fantasy, I think, to do that. Well, Type Zero was M rated as well, and Versus so Thirteen was originally designed to be M rated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one is going full on. They're not even hiding it. Um, Yoshi P. Carry on. An interview. Uh, was part of that panel with Yokotaru as well. Um, he addressed some things people have said about comments that people have made about the game's graphics um about how the game is going to release in like 30 years um he addressed it they know about these issues but he also said that they wanted to show the game running an engine or what it's going to look like an engine rather than a cg trailer which i'm 100 for i mean if you say that game looks bad you're an idiot that game looked gorgeous especially during the combat and the particle effects and all that I was very surprised at how good it looked. Oh, same. Can it use some work? Sure. But who knows when the game is coming out. So I'm pretty sure it's going to look a lot better than Halo Infinite. (laughs) 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 Yes, you were going to say something then. Oh, no, I was just going to say that. I remember he took a jab at some play... The, um... The people who were talking about how it was, um, you know, going to be out forever and how bad the graphics looked. Yeah. I don't get, like, how do you see those as bad graphics? I think that it looks pretty goddamn good. But Same. I thought the summons were incredible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but it shows you what people want nowadays. Un- unattainable graphics with a with the scale of a game like that. Well, you know, we talked about it last week, and quite honestly, of all the games we've seen for next-gen, Dark Souls is the, or or the Demon Souls is the only one that actually looks like a next-gen game. Everything else looks like it can be done on the PS4 and Xbox One. So, I don't know what to say (laughs) with some of these questions people have, or these issues they have with the graphics. So... The biggest issue is the fact that, the, you know, it's probably going to be not, well, you know what I mean? It's going to be a massive world. I don't know if it's going to be open world, as people call it nowadays, but it's going to be a huge area. Whether it's open world or not, I don't know. Whether it's going to be split into huge zones like Dragon Age. It still takes time to create those assets, and there's only a, a, a limited amount of time. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. they could make it look as, as amazing as you want it to look, but... Then it really expected in 2024, 2025. And by then, chances are games will look better and you'll complain anyway saying it looks rubbish. Right? I mean, let's face it. Every game that doesn't look as good as The Last of Us 2 right now is garbage. If if that's how you want to see what games are supposed to look like. That game already looks next-gen. Ghost of Tsushima already looks next-gen. Oh, um, I was watching the so, only Sony has been doing next-gen. Sony's been doing next-gen-looking games 
this whole year, and nobody's noticed apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft's done what? And the one they delayed in Fight Simulator. Fight Simulator. Oh, okay. good. <laughs> I mean, you just fly and you learn to fly. I mean, yeah, it's. No, but we're talking next gen graphics. It does. I, I, I will. Oh, yeah, it does look amazing. Yeah, it does look amazing. I mean, it doesn't have the most thrilling of content, but it, it's still pretty. And that's the problem. If people want a game like Final Fantasy 16 to look like that, then just you'll only get good-looking game and not actual content. It'll be a walking sim. Every walking simulator looks pretty gorgeous at this point because yeah. there's nothing else going on. Oh. A lot easier to do. So yeah, I find it funny that I teased the Fantasy 16 trailer for the last event. And now it's it, everyone on my stream thinks I work for Square. <laughs> <laughs> Just because uh. I heard it from someone else that there was going to be something. Chili now works at Square, even though I told them that. No, no, I don't. I wish. <laughs> if, I, if I worked at Square, trust me, I would have the best job I could ever have. Uh, I'm still kicking myself for never applying for that community manager spot in England. Yeah, the Final Fantasy fourteen team. Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen had a community manager spot. I was tempted, then remembered I'm too dumb, so I passed. I remembered I'm too dumb. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Never want to hear that said again. Uh, Well, unlucky for you, it probably will be. And you know what also looks dumb? Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly some leaked pictures of Starfield came out. And I mean it looks very generic if this is Starfield. I mean, for one thing, there's not many there's no stars in the field. Um So that, the, the name itself is already a lie. So for anyone that uh, wants to see the picture is on PSU.com, go check it out. There's clearly no stars in that field of sky. So they should call it blank field. Um, and it looks like there's an oxygen meter, which I guess adds to the realism. But no. Oh, yeah. So does falling through the spaceship and the planet you're standing on probably very realistic as I well. mean, I've done that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> The difference is, Ben, there's evidence of it happening to you. <laughs> broken boards, broken concrete. Here, you just vanish into uh, it. Magical uh, portal. <laughs> uh, anyway, Starfield. I, I, I do want to talk about Starfield, but I also want to talk about Bethesda in general. I don't know if you want to do that now or later. Yeah, we'll do that, that now. Best that news happened the same week, so yeah, Monday. Yeah, they happened basically the same time we recorded. Yeah, like a couple of hours after, I think. Really. Mm. Oh, for you, yeah, but from yours. Well, no, I, I heard there was like talks of it on the Sunday night, and then official confirmation was the next day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft. Well, 
ZeniMax Studios is now owned by Microsoft. A lot of people get it confused, at least before this acquisition, because a lot of people mm-hmm. thought that Bethsidia owned ZeniMax because ZeniMax has another studio that they own, which Bethsidia normally gives the projects to. So people always used to think that ZeniMax was controlled by Bethsidia, but in reality, it's ZeniMax controls Bethsidia, who controls another version of ZeniMax. And ID. And yes. Take Two, I think, as well? No. no. Take Two. No. Um, I know it's quite a few companies, though. Uh, but yeah, Microsoft paid $7.5 billion, I think it was, in the end for, for the company, yep. which the company said was worth more than they actually are. So Microsoft overpaid by a lot to make sure they got it. Because before this news, there was actually talk about Starfield being timed exclusive on the PS5 because they were talking about doing a deal with that until mm-hmm. obviously Microsoft came in with their big fat wallet and smacked Bethesda in the face with it. But like, no, you're mine now. I've got a lot of things to say about this, um, so I'm going to wait till last. Uh, Alfonso, have you got anything to add before we go to Gary? Microsoft is making moves. I was not expecting this. This this took me this this took this took me for a shock. Um do I really care? No, because like I always say it's Microsoft, I don't care for Microsoft. I think this is a great move from them. Another, you know, company under their belt to make games, to push out more games under their, you know, their umbrella. Um there's there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on this week with them buying Bethesda. I was like, oh, Microsoft bought Bethesda, so now Sony should buy Konami, or should Sony should buy Rockstar. So, I mean, I don't see that happening, but who knows? They could, but yeah, it it's been a crazy week. I I congratulate Microsoft for doing this. I I think it's a great move, and let's just see what type of games they could bring up for their system. That's it, really. And now Gary. Oh, yes, Gary. <laughs> um, I have a little more issues with it than you probably do, Alfonso. Um, and you might say my issues are my fanboyism for Sony, um, but it's more towards for consumers uh, that, that my anger with this comes. Um Microsoft is one of those companies that hates to lose in anything. When they lose, they will do anything they possibly can to destroy their competition. Um, They've done it in the past. They continue to do it constantly with operating systems, especially. Um, Anytime a new operating system is coming out that poses any sort of danger to Windows... Um, they buy that company out right away. I know this because it's happened here in Utah. At least three or four operating system companies were prepared to release something that was going to be great. They showed it off. People loved it during tests. And then out of nowhere, bought out by Microsoft. Um, and then you never heard from them again. Uh, so or any you, of the projects they worked at. So you feel Microsoft is being petty? Yes. Um, to the point where you can even look at it through 
everything they tried to iPod came out. What did Microsoft do? They tried to release the Zoom. It failed miserably. Um, so what did they do? They knew they couldn't compete in the phone market, so they went and they bought out Nokia, a massive mm-hmm. phone, yeah. phone creating company at the time. It's not as big as it used to be, obviously, but yeah. why isn't it as big as it used to be? Who owns it now? I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, to me, what this move is, is they know that they cannot compete with Sony at this point. Um, even when they had the lead with the 360, they lost that lead. Eventually, the PS3 started to outsell the 360. Hand Um And I think at the end, they were very close to pretty much matching the 360 sales numbers total. Uh, I actually think they even surpassed it. I'm not 100% sure on that. But they went into the next generation. Microsoft wanted to do things with the Xbox One that people just weren't ready for. They weren't in it. They weren't ready for all online connected system. Their message was garbage. Oh, if you don't like what we're doing, you can buy our old system that we stopped supporting two years ago. You know, this is what they did. And they lost a lot of faith in the in the consumer because of the shitty message they put out with the Xbox One. Sony did all the right things. We know this now. And they've completely and utterly destroyed Microsoft this generation. It wasn't even close. And chances are it was going to continue into this next generation. So Microsoft, what do they do when they feel threatened and they feel like they cannot win? they start buying out everything to destroy the competition. And to me, what this is, what the acquisition of Bethesda is, and Zenimax in general, is them trying to stranglehold Sony without pulling the trigger themselves. They essentially are trying to destroy Sony by pretty much starving them without content. If all these publishers, which in my opinion, if, Sony, if Microsoft right now owns Bethesda, they should not in any way, shape, or form release any of Bethesda-made games that's not under contract right now to appear on the PlayStation. They shouldn't release them on PlayStation. Like, if Elder Scrolls Six is not under contract to appear on the PlayStation 5, it should only be Microsoft exclusive. It should only appear on the Xbox. If it doesn't appear on the Xbox, what the hell is the point of the acquisition? Um, but besides sure. that, to me, you buy Bethesda, one of the biggest Western developers out there. Elder Scrolls, Fallout. These are massive franchises that sell a shit ton of units mm-hmm. in, in the West. People don't care about them on, on the East Coast mostly. Uh, mostly Japan and Asia. But what this is doing is if this is just the beginning for Microsoft, they already said they're planning to acquire more studios. They essentially are going to buy out enough studios that Sony just won't have a third party lineup. Obviously that's going to be as great as Microsoft's at least by sheer number. Um, And it's going to starve them out because this is how they're going to win. Like, you want all these amazing games from all these studios, you're only going to get them here because we own all of them. 
You know, this is why the antitrust law was created in Japan to stop these specific things from happening. Like you can say Sony should go out and buy Capcom or Square Enix or Sega or whatever. They can't. It's it's impossible for them. It's impossible for anybody to acquire a Japanese studio right now. This is why they merge together rather than being bought out by another one because they physically can't. Um, if Sony still stayed in Japan, if their headquarters were still in Japan, they would be able to merge with these studios. But they moved their headquarters to North America out of Japan. So here in America, Microsoft can go out right now. If Microsoft wanted to, they can go out right now and buy Activision. They can go out and buy EA. They can go out and buy Sony or Nintendo, whoever the hell they want if the price is right. And there's nothing that's going to be there to stop them. Sure, we have this anti-monopoly rule, but as long as there's one company that's competing, then it's not a monopoly anymore. They can do whatever the hell they want. And I feel very strongly that this is where Microsoft is going. They want to strangle out their competition and say, we're being very consumer. Like you look at Xbox Game Pass and you're like, damn, that's an amazing, amazing deal. All these games I can play for, they are losing. I can't even imagine how much money they're losing on Game Pass every single month with constantly releasing brand new games that are, they could have made $60 or whatever the profit is that they make on those games. Um, they're losing money on all of it, but they don't care. They will bleed money to the point where they physically cannot bleed anymore and the board of directors at Microsoft or whatever will say, okay, enough is enough. Or they will continue to bleed money up until their competitors bleed out faster than they do. And that'll be the end of that. So to me, this move from Bethesda, in my opinion, is very anti-consumer. It's disguised to be very consumer-friendly. But in my opinion, it's very anti-consumer. You know, you can say Sony's anti-consumer with their Spider-Man DLC for Avengers. This is something that costs $5 compared to something that costs $60 and 100 hours of gameplay. You're taking that away, potentially taking it away from an audience that's bigger than what you have on your console. Uh, what to me, Spider-Man costs five de- $5. Well, like, I'm just talking about DLC. Like, Spider-Man is going to come out on Avengers. Yeah, he's free, but you can also pay for those characters, right? If you want to move up faster, if you want to get them right away. No. Uh, The payment is for, like, costumes. Okay. But still, in general, I'm just saying, like, DLC, they they have exclusivity on DLC. Yeah. Which always is going to cost more than $10. Just wanted to clarify that you don't need to pay for the characters at all. That's all. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. Um, So yeah, I'm just saying in general, you want to say Sony is very anti-consumer because they have exclusivity of Spider-Man, a a downloadable content character uh, compared to a $7.5 billion company. And you're saying you're not anti-consumer because, oh, you can pay a dollar to play all these games all you want from Game Pass you can play them on PC, you can do all this stuff. How long is that going to last? To me, it's a cover for now, and future-wise, it's going to be very detrimental 
to so a me, lot of people that isn't Microsoft. So let me ask you, because I know you said eventually Microsoft is going to buy more companies out. Bethesda right now, them owning Bethesda, do you feel this hurts Sony right now? Right at this moment, no. I think in maybe four to five years, it will hurt Sony very much because when those big games start coming out, um, I, I fully believe Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six is going to come out on the PlayStation Five uh, because I believe they already have contracts set up for that. Um, obviously, Microsoft can just buy out those contracts, and back then, never mind. We'll just pay the money and buy out that contract. Um, but what I do know is going to happen with those games, if they do release on PlayStation 5, they are going to be the worst versions of those games. Downright the worst versions. They're going to have a lot so. of issues. I 100% do. They had the worst issues on the PS3. It already happened before. It leaked when Skyrim came out. News articles broke, I, I believe like a year later, that Microsoft purposely paid Bethesda to make the PS3 version of less than equal to the xbox one see i don't think it's gonna be the same i don't think it's gonna be the same just because i feel like what they're gonna do is they'll be like ah you could spend 70 dollars on your ps5 elder scrolls but you know what's what you also could do you could spend your five dollars and then play it on xbox I could see it happening, but I I, I guarantee you. Well, we man, all know that all, all the, there's gonna be some bugs, of course. It's a Bethesda game, but you know, yeah. But the PlayStation versions are gonna have way more bugs. I oh, yeah. guarantee it. One hundred percent. It's gonna be as bad as you make it sound. It's probably gonna be a little bit more buggy, but I don't think it's gonna be unplayable. Well, no, it's not gonna be unplayable, but it's gonna be noticeable. It's gonna be oh, very yeah. noticeable. Uh-huh. And if people believe that that's just an accident, it's not. It's going to be done on purpose. We put a pity instead of an X. Oopsies. It crashes. <laughs> and, you know, it's Bethesda has always been more partial to Microsoft. Um, we've already known in past titles that this has happened. Um, we have always known. Yeah, go ahead. Because... Um, like from Morrowind, Morrowind is a well-known classic that everyone loves. But if it wasn't for Microsoft, that com- that game would have bank- almost bankrupt the company because they put so much money into it, and it actually didn't sell that well. It wasn't until it got on Xbox that it actually sold well. And then when Oblivion came out, that had a year exclusivity on Xbox 360. Um, PS3 didn't actually get a version of Oblivion until late- the year later with the Game of the Year edition. And then with Skyrim, we didn't get the DLC until what? Very long time. Four or five months per DLC, I think it was at least. So really, I I wasn't I wasn't shocked as much with this, just because Bethesda has such a history with Microsoft that I've always seen it as a Microsoft company that just publishes on PlayStation when it's got some spare code to throw at us. So, oh, here's, here's the leftover staff. We'll have you work on PlayStation. All the main team work on Xbox. <laughs> and, you know, it's another thing where right now they're also having this mixed message with this acquisition. Um, and in my opinion, it's, again, hurting them because Microsoft's message 
even with the Series X right now, has just been so backwards and upside down. It's the most powerful system out there, but yet they keep pushing Game Pass, which doesn't necessarily require a lot of that horsepower that they have. Um, well, Game Pass like, is just to download games. Yeah, and like, where, where is the message, you know? You're selling me the most powerful box, but yet you're telling me to use a streaming service on this box instead. Game Pass um, isn't streaming. Okay. <laughs> game Pass, you just download the game on your system. There's no, there's no streaming involved. It's like Plus. Okay. Uh, their streaming service is xCloud, which is included with Game Pass, by the way, for free. Oh, nice. So. So, yeah. Already the message is muffled for me. And with this, they keep saying, it, like, they're not going to really interfere with Bethesda. They're going to let them operate on their own. But then they also go out and say, we'll see about Bethesda's games coming, going multi-platform on a case-by-case basis. Like, what does case-by-case mean? Like, is does that mean Elder Scrolls is going to come? Um, does that mean the games that are already out, like Elder Scrolls Online, will still get content? Yeah, because it's ready. That. Yeah, like, is that what you mean by case by case? Like, what's going to determine what comes multi-platform and what doesn't? And like I've already said, I personally feel like if Microsoft wants to compete with Sony, um, they have to make those games exclusive to their system. Yeah. Um, as much as I don't want that to happen, um, that's really the best thing they can do. Um, and yes, if Sony was in that position, they probably would do that. They would make their games exclusive to their system. So, but Sony doesn't have that kind of revenue. They don't have seven point five billion dollars to just spend on on studios like that, and that's. Quite honestly, where the big difference is, um, I saw a YouTube video where this guy pretty much said um, Microsoft. Um, God, what is it? What was this quote? It was a really good quote too. Microsoft invents in war or invests in the world, while Sony creates worlds. I think that's something like what he said. Um, and I 100% agree with that. Microsoft would rather just buy a studio that's already established, while Sony would rather build a studio from the ground up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and, and Sony does buy studios. They do. They bought Insomniac Games. But you also have to see, this is Insomniac Games, which is essentially an independent studio. They've worked on Xbox. They've worked on Nintendo. They've worked with Sony, obviously, is their best relationship. Yeah. But it's a big difference when you buy one studio compared to buying a publisher. Because that's what they did. That. They bought a publisher, not a developer. They bought a publisher. Yeah. But the thing is, at least with um, Insomniac, I think most of the titles are well known for PlayStation more than any other platform. Yeah, so that's it's, true. It's, yeah. it's not like they're buying a, a company that's well known for multi platforms. Mm hmm. They're essentially already buying studios that were already making yeah. Sony games. So, like, people saying they should buy a Blue Point, and I always see this as like, why buy a Blue Point when they're already pretty much making games exclusively for you? Like, if you feel like there's 
Microsoft or Nintendo going and like, we want to buy Bluepoint, and Sony hears of it, maybe then they can be like, okay, maybe we should get them. But other than that, I don't see a point in buying them. Nah. So, yeah. Like, when it comes to, to Sony, uh, I have heard that they did acquire a studio. It's a big studio. Um, I don't know what the studio is. Uh, they acquired it a few months ago, um, and I don't know when they're going to announce the acquisition. Um, but I'm hopefully, go when the studio actually has a game to show. Yeah, and if it was Bluepoint, I think they would have announced it with Demon Souls yeah. that they acquired Bluepoint. Um, it could be House Marquee, but I don't see them as a big studio like they're saying it is, no. um, or what I'm hearing. But I'd, yeah, I'd so if, House Marquee, but... yeah, for for Sony, I think it's easier instead of buying a developer or a publisher. I think for Sony, it's easier to buy the licenses to the games they want. Uh, people said Konami for a while, um, and I do believe Sony should go and try to acquire Konami's licenses. Get the license to Silent Hill, Metal Gear, Castlevania, whatever else they have, Bomberman if you want it. It's, they can do that. They can acquire the licenses. They just can't buy the studio. Imagine if they Nintendo got Bomberman and they make a Bomberman Battle Royale. <laughs> The, you know they'll put Bomberman in Smash Brothers easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please, Nintendo, get yeah. Bomberman. Yeah. Please, Nintendo, get Bomberman. If they can get Snake, they can get Bomberman. Let's face it, man. Come yes. on, I want, I want Bomberman versus Kirby. Yeah, so, you know, it, it sucks. <laughs> but one thing to note about this is you have Nintendo, who has been strangle-held by everybody in the gaming industry for a long time now. It's been, it's not even since, I think, Super Nintendo. Mm, EA hasn't yeah. released a game on the Nintendo mm. system since the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. uh, now they're doing it, obviously, with the Switch and all. But this is a company that survived without having Bethesda, without having EA, Activision, Ubisoft. All these massive games never came to their systems, but they've survived because they've survived on their brand, mm -hmm. their relationships they have with the studios they do have, their first-party games, which are always top-notch. Even their worst first-party game is better than most of Microsoft's, let's be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So they have survived a lot, and they continue to survive a lot. Most of those companies are becoming better for them to work with, we saw Skyrim finally come out on Switch. Two generation old game. To be Doom. Fair, Skyrim. It's even on the Amazon Echo. <laughs> I mean, Doom came out on it. I never thought Doom was ever going to come out on the Switch. Um, so it, it's happening for them. They're building relationships up again. They have a great relationship with Ubisoft now um, to the point where they let them use their characters in their own game, which was great. Um, so if. If people are so afraid that Bethesda belonging to Microsoft is the end of Sony, I always point them at Nintendo, who haven't had any of these games for over 20 years. And they've survived. Sony should be able to survive without Bethesda. Because, in my opinion, Sony is going to bring quality to their console. Yeah. Microsoft is going to bring a lot of quantity of games that may be good 
but chances are they're probably going to be very subpar and mediocre. And then there's also going to be other Basidia games. Yes. But then you said you had a lot to say too, so... I think I pretty much just said everything I was going to say during when I was responding <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm sorry it took so, so much time. Oh, no. I, it was just it was more... A lot of the stuff I wanted to say was ca- countering what you were saying, so it was easier for me just to respond as you were talking. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you brought up a lot of the things I had, I, yeah, the thoughts of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really think they're going to be exclusive. Well, no, sorry. I really think some of them are going to be on PlayStation and Xbox, but they're going to use the whole Game Pass thing to promote them more. So that people will be like, well, why, what's the point of spending the $70? I can just spend the whatever per month. I think it's $15 per month for Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I get all these games for that price. Um, like, what's your choice dropping at the end of at the start of this month? Um, Doom Eternal will be on Game Pass. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to trying that in game, for, by the way. It's going to be fun. Um, Destiny, you know, by the way, you're talking about studio acquisitions. Uh, there was talks that uh, Microsoft tried to buy Bungie again. Um, Microsoft made an offer on Bungie, and Bungie was like, Okay, this is how much you got to pay us. And Microsoft just noped out of the whole thing because Bungie asked for too much money. So no, I'm sure they saw how much they're spending on uh, Zenimax and compared it to what Bungie wanted. Like, we can get all these studios for this or one studio for whatever the price was for Bungie. I'm sure Bungie's price is probably around one to two billion dollars. Yeah, which I don't think it's worth. No. <laughs> That's why they're probably eh, nah, never mind. Oh yeah, because they'd also have to work on that uh, Chinese game that Bungie's working on. <laughs> um, no, not joking. Um, you know, NetEase. Um, yeah. About two or three years ago, gave Bungie a $100 million injection to make a, a new game. Oh, nice. So, yeah, they've got to be working on that because they got, pay- got, got paid $100 million. So, um, does anyone else have anything they want to say before we wrap up? Not really. Uh, Travis Scott has a PS5. Possibly, maybe. What was that? Travis Scott possibly has a PS5. He has a controller, unless he photo printed it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why he'd do that, but, you know. He has one, and he has more followers than some people who say they have the Xbox. So... Awesome on him, I guess. I hope he enjoys no games that are out because no games are out. Look, yeah. I know that pain that Travis has, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was able to act- <laughs> I was able to get a PS4 before it was released. Oh, nice! Like two or three weeks before release, uh, because of a friend. I had to return it. It was just to try it out. Um. And there was nothing to play except for Call of Duty because for some reason, uh, in the UK at least, the Call of Duty that came out on PS4 
came out a month and a half before the PS4. Hmm. So, yeah, you could buy Call of Duty for the PS4, but not actually play it because there was no PS4s out yet. So, I bought a copy of Call of Duty to play on the console that didn't wasn't out yet officially. Um, <laughs> Wait, they 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 actually sold it to you even though the console wasn't out. It'd been so, been sale for a few weeks, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could just pop into the store and buy it. Uh, now, okay, one thing that I will... I'm going to end this... I'm sorry, but I'm going to end this with a negative story. Um, positive for 99% of the people here, probably, that listens, but negative for me. Uh, they've announced that they've delayed Mass Effect remaster till next year. Um, they're gonna, it's called, supposedly called the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, and it's because they're reworking on Mass Effect 1 to make it less crappy. Um, but for me, I'm sad and probably going to skip this collection because they're, they're getting rid of the multiplayer in free. Sucks. Mm-hmm. No. No, thank yeah. you. You know, what kills me about this story and why I feel this story should not have even been written <laughs> is because... You're saying that a game is delayed that hasn't even been announced. I know. So technically, it's not a delay if it hasn't even been announced. <laughs> uh, um, we don't know if this is real. This is obviously coming from a credible source. But yeah. even then, until it's announced, I'm not going to call this a delay. No, it's just an announcement. <laughs> it can't be a delay. <laughs> um, so yeah, and the fact that it's still only coming out on PS4 and Xbox One supposedly, yeah. it's like, why not just do it for next gen if you're already doing it? Um, and give me I kind of have this issue with a lot of right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, New Replicant is coming out next gen. It's like, why? Give it. Give it to next gen. Give me multiplayer. Give you multiplayer. There you go. So Yeah, so I, I found it interesting, but it is what yeah. it is. I agree. And no, Microsoft cannot buy Sega. For those who are wondering, <laughs> and saying that it's happening, <laughs> they can't. Sega is in Japan. But what? Antitrust. <laughs> Sega, but Microsoft made a blue controller. That must mean <laughs> buying Sega. <laughs> they can't. It's. I mean, blue controller. Maybe. Maybe it's feasibly. There. They can merge with Sega with Microsoft Japan. They can merge with Sega, but they can't buy them. So <laughs> it's I, I not would happening. say we're more likely a partnership. Yeah, that's as far as you're gonna get, but you're never gonna own them. Oh. No, I've re- though I still wish that the rumor was true that we're they're getting the Sega the Sega box. Sega Series X. Oh, it's gonna be a Microsoft made system with Sega's name on it. <laughs> Yeah, did you I hear mean, that rumor? You're telling me that the Japanese audience is that stupid? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Sega. Nostalgia. People love Sega there, man. Yeah. Yeah. The Sega Series S, which I guess would you could call the Sega Series Sega. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, Microsoft is not buying Sega. I'm sorry. But blue controller, <laughs> Gary. 
hey, Microsoft, hey, Sega had a plushie of Sonic with a nice liquidy green drink sitting next to him. So Sega's going <laughs> to buy out Fanta confirmed. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably Mountain Dew anyway. You know how they love their Mountain Dew promotions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, shout outs, Gary. If you got any shout outs, and how can they contact you? Shout outs to everybody who listens, the listeners. Thank you for listening. Shout out to you guys. As always, Ben, thank you for having me on. Alfonso, it's always fun and it's a pleasure. You, the boy who didn't tell me when PS5 pre orders were going to go live. Oh my God, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you had inside knowledge. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Chris and Tim and my boy Ed and everybody else who has been part of the podcast. Hope to have you guys on soon again. I tweeted um, Mike because I want Mike on. Yeah. I've talked to him about it too, but he uh, says he'll do it and then the weekend comes around and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. We still love you, Mike. We um, love you. But you you can reach me on Twitter at Doug Lowish. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Alfonso. Shout out to you, Ben. Thank you for having, always having me on. Special shout out to Gary because he had a birthday two days ago. So happy related birthday to you, Gary. I hope you enjoy it to the fullest. May God continue to bless you with success and happiness. Oh, thanks. Can you have him bless that Trump leaves office permanently? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see what I can do. Thank you. <laughs> you seem to have uh, the inside track with, with the big Jeep. <laughs> shout out to all the listeners and all the followers. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Okay, I'd like to shout out to both Alfonso and Gary for joining me this week. Happy birthday again, Gary. I hope you had a wonderful day and ate all the cake. Thank you. Thank you. Um, shout out to all the listeners. Master, go check out twitch.tv slash Malmstrom Radio. Also go check out She Hills I Tank at twitch.tv slash She Hills I Tank. Just go out and listen to all the amazing podcasts out there. Um, this has been Chili. Oh, you can contact me by MJones called Chili. We'll be back next week with more news, I guess. If there is more news. Maybe... All video games will shut down next week. Who knows? <laughs> Until next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.